Hey, all you future Forexers out there, I hope you're having a super day. Today, we're going to tackle something that I think is a major game changer for real estate agents. Client preparation. Prepping your clients so that they know what to expect can make a huge difference in your business. Hi, I'm Kelly Johnston, founder of the Forex Formula. And the big question is this. How are real estate agents like us able to create a constant stream of commissions and a constant stream of leads while enjoying life without wasting big budgets on branding, without working crazy hours, without worrying where the next deal's coming from in today's real estate market? This podcast is here to reveal the answers. This is great subject matter to cover today. I'm glad that my wife suggested it actually. Prepping your clients. This is more important than you know. Setting expectations. Take the time to create clarity on the process, on expectations, on what they are expected to do or not do is so, so, so important. I'm going to cover two areas that I suggest you take the time to go over with your clients in detail so that they have the appropriate expectations and are prepared properly. I'm going to talk about sellers. I'm going to talk about buyers. And there's lots of different areas to do this, but I'm just going to cover these two for now. Number one, the listing meeting. Once we get all the paperwork done and rooms are measured and we've gone over the data sheets and all that kind of stuff, the last thing we need to do is go into prep mode. And we have a system for this. And you 4Xers are going to get it. First, we talk about showing protocol. We talk about our expectation for them in order for all of us to get the best possible result, right? We talk about how showing requests come to us and then we discuss how we all wanna handle how showing requests are dealt with, right? Through email, text, phone messages, however they want it done. And we talk about the advantages of the different ways of doing it. And then we set it up and then we make notes in the file and we decide that's how we're gonna do it. We talk about how their shifts work and school schedules and all this stuff to nail down proper protocols so everyone's prepared and we're communicating properly with the other agents. We talk about the conversations that we will be having with the selling agents as well. We talk about how we handle open houses and how they, sh they should prepare for that. We talk about how we will be reporting to them and the frequency of that reporting. We talk about um, some of the paperwork that we use for offers so that they understand the different disclosure requirements that we must make now during the offer process. We talk about what to expect with the photographer and the process of that. Um, and that there may be a delay in, in processing. So we, we may need to decide how we launch listings. So we talk about whether or not they should be present for showings or not, depending on the type of listing and, and their preferences. We talk about letting us know when we need to stock up brochures, right? Um, we talk about scheduling the first open house and getting ready for that. We talk about the listing launch and the timing for that. Uh, we have to talk about the numbers too. We need to know the numbers. We need to understand their plan after they sell. We need to we, we need to ensure that the plan has a chance of coming together. Do you agree? Then we talk about, oh, you know, after the offer is accepted, we have another prep kind of conversation, right? Talk them through the process. Prepare them for what's going to happen next. Then once all the conditions are removed and the contract's now firm, what's the process for closing procedures and, and what's expected of them in that? Every one of you operate your business differently or have certain systems. Let your clients know about those systems. Help them understand that if they are always going to hear from Susie for showing requests, then that's how it's going to be so that they aren't surprised when Susie from your office calls them. Whatever had to happen in order for that person to make the crucial decision to contract with you to sell their home, 
Now that's going to be solidified. When people are selling their homes, they're talking to everyone about the fact that they're selling their home. Family members, friends and work friends and all that. And this is when it's fresh, right? So if they feel that you have everything in control, you take care of all the details. You talk about the plan with them and create protocols to either eliminate the aggravating parts of the process or at least prep them for the parts of the process that aren't so much fun then you become a professional, someone that they want to refer and they they start talking to their friends. Man, these people have got it together. This realtor has got it together. We know everything that's going on and I really feel like I'm in good hands. They're going to talk to their friends. When they're talking about their listing, they're also going to talk about you. They're going to talk about the process and they're going to bring up some things that if the other people have sold houses before, they're going to go, my realtor didn't talk to me about that, right? So these are the advantages that you want to kind of create for yourself. Does that make sense? They need to feel that they're in good hands and that you have all the details covered. Number two, working with buyers. Okay, so there's a definite process that works well with buyers in order to serve them well at the level that they need. They have a certain expectation in their minds before getting into a relationship with you that actually may need to be tweaked a little bit. So having a preparation conversation with them once you get into the process is of utmost importance. We meet with buyers before going out and showing them homes in order to get the plan set. We need to understand how to help them at the highest level and ensure we can help them make a great decision. There's a process to that. We sit down with them and we have them commit to us as well. This is important. Why would you put people in your car and start driving them around with, with, without some sort of commitment? They need to understand how valuable you are to them and how much you value your time. You serve people well and you can only serve so many people well at any given time, right? So if they're going to be on the list of the people that you serve well, then you need to know that they're committed to you and they need to know that that's important. So what are the protocols if any of us see a for sale by owner home that may be of interest to them or fit their needs, right? It's not listed. There's no commission involved there. Is it a better deal for them? They still need to feel that they're committed to you to represent them in that transaction and that they need you. What do we do when they're looking for, when what they're looking for is in a certain area where there are no listings? You may have to do some extra work to help that buyer find them what they want in the area or complex that they want. And there may not be any on the market right now. Well, maybe you might have to um, get some communications out to see if there's anybody that's looking to sell. How should they handle things when they attend open houses on the weekends while you're working open houses for your seller clients? That needs to be discussed. You need to talk about the protocols there, what they should do and how they should speak to that other agent and let them know that they're working with somebody. It's a lot easier to have that discussion if you've committed to each other. Do you agree? When they're on the internet and they see a property that they think they may like, how should that be handled? What should they expect from you? How often will you be talking or communicating? When are the best times for them to look at homes? How much notice do you need in order to properly prepare for an outing to go look at homes. Do they understand the process that you need to go through in order to make those appointments? If they're looking at homes that have tenants in them, that produces another complication, right? Who are all the decision makers? Do we have a good discussion about how financing works and help them navigate through that? We go into great detail in the Forex Formula Real Estate course because um, this is part of being a Forex agent. We are professionals. We are accountable. We manage our time well. We're organized. We're consistent. We operate intentionally. We get a lot of referrals because we build relationships. And the big underline to all of that is that we build trust with our clients. 
When you take time to prepare your clients for the process, train them on how you do things, teach your clients their role in the process to help move things along more seamlessly and with less complications, and then serve them well and rise to the expectation that you set out at the outset of the relationship, right? And when you do that and you do that right, trust is built. They now know they're in good hands. They begin to think of you as the best real estate professional they have ever dealt with. You become that in their eyes and you earned it. If you do a good job of properly preparing your clients, these are the little things. These are the minor adjustments. These are the systems that you're going to develop over time to create the dream real estate business. This is the stuff that successful agents do. After a while, it becomes a habit, but it has to be done intentionally in the beginning. Start your business correctly and you will experience less stress and complications. I'm not saying that those things will be eliminated totally, but you certainly will minimize the complications and issues that a lot of real estate agents talk about all the time. You know the coffee talk war stories that you hear in the office? Buyers are liars. My seller's a stubborn jerk. My seller is frustrated with me and I don't know why. If someone begins a statement like, my buyer thought that, or my seller expected me to whatever, fill in the blank, then you know that they have not properly prepped their clients. This happens all the time. 50% of the frustrations that we face in our businesses, by the way, this is not studied. This is just an estimate from Kelly. (laughs) But, you know, I would estimate 50% of the frustrations that we all face in our businesses can be avoided by simply prepping our clients properly in the beginning. I hope this got you thinking a little bit today about another aspect of being a real estate professional that you don't really hear people talk about. I believe that these are some of the little things that get ignored but are crucial to the overall success of the real estate professional. I hope you found value today in this episode. Keep coming back. We're working hard to get the course ready for you. Go to forexformula.com to learn more about our course. Get on the waiting list. It's free. Take the first free training, which will be launched very soon, or by the time you're listening to this, it might actually be launched already. And then that's going to give you a taste of what our course is going to cover. In the meantime, go out there and make a great day. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that last episode. Here's the reality that you may or may not know. The top 20% of real estate agents take home 80% of the money out there, while the bottom 80% are fighting over 20% of the scraps that are left. Do you have a desire to be in the top 20%? If you're working hard and not sustainably making six figures of income and beyond, the problem is not you, it's your system. I struggled for years until one day the light bulb came on and I figured out how to simplify the real estate business. If you want to learn my secrets that anyone can implement immediately that I still use every day that pays me multiple six figures every year, go to 4xformula.com right now. That's 4xformula.com. The number 4xformula.com. 